1982, there was a series of deaths in Chicago due to poisonings. These poisonings were a result of individuals taking high-strength Tylenol that was later discovered to be tampered with and laced with cyanide. There were several investigations, but none of the investigations have been proven for sure. In fact, investigations are still being carried out. Seven deaths were reported in the Chicago area from ages 12 to 35. Let's dive into this case and pull apart the most plausible stories, along with what's being done to prevent this tragedy from happening again. First, let's go over what the chemical makeup of Tylenol looks like. Tylenol is made up of acetaminophen, a pain-killing drug, which doesn't require a prescription to get a hold of. Generally used for minor pain or headaches, it's a common household drug, and it's relatively easy to obtain at almost every store you can think of. But I'm sure you already knew that. When you add a little cyanide to the pill capsules, though, it becomes extremely deadly. One of the ongoing investigations is the investigation of the Unabomber, aka Ted Kaczynski. He was a domestic terrorist in America who made untraceable bombs and got away with it for 20 years before being captured in April 1996. He was raised in Chicago and then migrated over to Salt Lake City. In 2011, DNA was requested from the Unabomber, where he resides in a maximum security prison to this day. Karen Hawkins from the Globe and Mail says, quote, The FBI has requested a DNA sample from the Unabomber. Ted Kaczynski, as part of its investigation into the 1982 deaths of seven Chicago-area people who took cyanide-laced Tylenol from packages that had been tampered with, officials said Thursday, end quote. Nothing has come out since 2011 regarding if the Unabomber has committed this crime or not. Another interesting suspect is James William Lewis. I find this one especially fascinating. He sent a letter to Johnson & Johnson telling them he would stop the poisonings if they gave him $1 million. He was put to trial, arrested, and put in jail for 10 years. No evidence was ever brought to light linking him to the actual crime. So that was that. There are still multiple investigations going on currently, such as Bob Green and the Unabomber. But like I also previously mentioned, none of these people have been proven guilty as of yet. The only person who had gone to prison with anything regarding this crime is James Lewis, which I find suspicious. Could Tylenol have been playing innocent this whole time? One of the workers at Tylenol behind this crime? We'll never know for sure. So, since this incident, there have been safety measures taken to prevent this crime from happening again. Tamper-proof packaging has been applied to Tylenol bottles. This also makes me question, why wasn't this put in place before? Why didn't Tylenol make their packaging safer for the public before this crime? This also created the movement of tamper-resistant packaging for food brands and many other brands of drugs. Quote, this tragedy led to new tamper-resistant packaging regulations, many of which are still in place today, end quote, says Kristen Jarrell from the Journal of GXP Compliance in 2012. As I finish up this podcast, I realize that many different factors played into this case. There is no definitive answer, no end game. This truly is a cold case. I still wonder what the motives of this crime were. 
I wondered truly what the mind of the perpetrator looked like. They had a mental illness such as schizophrenia, or was just a normal person wanting to kill for a specific real motive. I hope you too wonder and think about what could have happened. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.